You're in. All right. Okay, so we're back um, for another edition of Hiring Trends post-pandemic in nine minutes. We've been trying to keep it around nine minutes, so I think that's working so far. And yeah. today, yeah, right? Like, in, And we've had uh, some guests kind of come in every once in a while, and then we have a longer discussion, which turns out great. So if, if that happens today, even better. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's follow up our conversation last time on questions with, um, with scoring. I think, you know, scoring is, uh, it's the second critical component to, uh, to the interview process, to the interview itself. And, you know, I think it's, it's often overlooked, right? Because I think interviewers just automatically assume that the scoring has to happen within their brains and their guts, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's our biases kind of take over and we're just subjectively uh, trying to guess at whether the answers that candidates are giving us are the right answers or, or not. And so that's generally how it goes. What are your thoughts on scoring, Joe? I mean, yeah, do you think people are actually scoring whether it's the right answer or are they actually scoring whether they like the answer? No, that's a great point. A lot of times it's they're scoring how much they like that person's answer, Um, which is completely different than whether it's a good answer, whether it's a quality answer, whether it's an answer aligned with uh, performance. It's – and we're all guilty of it, right? When you don't have any other way of measuring. And so people are going through interviews and they're trying to answer questions in a way that the person that's interviewing them likes. And unfortunately, uh, not equitable and inclusive hiring processes. That's exactly right. And I mean, if you think about it though, like that's, that's sort of how we've gone through life, right? It's, we don't really score each other or if we do, it's based on exactly what you said. It's on whether I like that person or not. It's whether I like the, you know, I'm, I'm immediately thinking of American idol, right? Like it's like the, do I, did I like the song? Did I like how they sounded? Um, mm-hmm. it, it becomes a very personal, uh, judgment call. And it's, but to your point, uh, it's a, toss in the toss up of a coin whether that aligns with what exactly you're trying to get out of the reason you're evaluating someone you know mm-hmm. it, does it did, did what how they answer actually align with what you need in a person who's about to fill a role on your team well i mean and, with lack of scoring i mean that's where i mean the one thing that we talk about a lot is uh recall bias you know and so when yep. you match lack of scoring with increased time. And so if you don't score, then pretty much it's just subjective decision-making, you're processing it, you're thinking. That's when you hear, hey, Joe, what give me a couple days to think on it. Right. If I need a couple days to think on it, then am I scoring or is it just bias and is recall bias at play? Yeah. Yeah, am I remembering the things I'm supposed to remember or am I only remembering those candidates and those answers that I liked, right? And uh, and if I like them because, 
you know, they're, they're familiar to me and they're comfortable to me. So that's what I'm going to remember. And, and, you know, and that's where, that's where recall bias becomes detrimental. And that's where how most interview processes are set up. It's okay. Hey, you're interviewing surprise, go take notes and then we'll come collect those notes later. Right. And but by that time you've for, you've forgotten everything. <laughs> you you've what is it you always say? You always say take the lesson, leave the story. Totally. And it's easy to take the lesson, leave the story when you're scoring. I mean, the scoring is how did they show up? Interview. Unfortunately, the the you know we we sometimes give too much credit to the story and the storyteller because we observe you yeah. know how we like how they showed up. And I mean, there's something to that. Don't, we're just saying it's not, it's not what you should be scoring and basing more than, you know, half of an interview on. Like you should be using scored interview metrics for a majority of your selection process. And it's okay to use some level of subjectivity to, for final selection and things like that, but you really need a scoring to be a major element of how you hire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, because, you know, you made a comment about um, somebody, an interviewer, thinking that they're naturally a good scorer, right? And there are some good interviewers, don't get me wrong, but you can't scale that and you can't create a repeatable process based on one person who has had more success at hiring than others. And and again, that's where scoring... Because you, you can't duplicate their gut feeling. So how do you create a repeatable, consistent process from that perspective throughout the entire company? Scoring. Exactly what we're talking about. Scoring. Yep. So how would you do that? How would you go about starting, like, a create, like, a rubric, like a scoring rubric, a scorecard? I mean – I mean, yeah, you know that. I mean, we talk about several certain, like, what's the intention behind this? So what's the, what's the reason I'm asking this question and how important is that reason? So then you can kind of model it that way. Start with measure the things that are important, you know, measure what matters. It's something we talk about. It's a old OKR type of thing as well. But if you think of interviewing that simply measure what matters. So what do I intend to measure? And then create simple scores that show up as far as do I see that this person truly has um, what I'm looking for and this is an excellent, well-aligned answer? Or we like to say on the other side is there's just no evidence that this person has this ability or skill. And in the middle, you can just simply outline, you know, I'm a little concerned about where they're at. And just add some level of scoring to that. It could be one, two, three. It could be um, A, B, C. It can be any number of things that you do. <laughs> to start to get to a right. subjective way of looking at this. I mean, we use a more complex scoring system and that's obviously our life. So if you use technology, then you can actually get to where you can continuously measure and continuously learn from every interview, learn as you grow. And that makes you a better interviewer. It should be so much more objective. You should have a desire for it to be so much more objective. It de-stresses the whole task. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and I mean, also too, like it's, it, it, it's sort of a relief in a sense because you're not having to take on the weight of that responsibility. 
you know, like it should be, it, it should be something that interviewers would be excited about. Like, yes, tell me exactly what I'm supposed to be measuring. Right. Um, because I don't know, I'm not good at it and I wasn't taught. And, uh, you know, the only way that this is ever going to make sense is if, if we're all, you know, really evaluating every single candidate from the same, the same rules, the same standard. Uh, and, and exactly. I mean, we, it's, you know, it's funny cause we apply that to other, a lot of like, you know, I think of coffee shops, for example, like most of them have a standard like Starbucks. I mean, they had a standard. You could get the same exact cup of coffee anywhere in the world at any of their stores. And, and that was appealing to people because they could always count on that. And so right. it's sort of the same concept here is if we can create that standard and repeatability, man, you're going to get, you're going to get a great result every time. And you also create a better candidate experience. They understand, yeah. um, you know, people think about what questions did you ask me? Uh, I was reading a, um, uh, an interview uh, the other day and it said, you know, when people ask the question, uh, tell me the number one reason you left your last job, you know, and that's an interesting question, I guess, but they were talking about how, you know, candidates can interpret that easily as what kind of culture is this? Do you want me to blame? Do you not want me to blame? I mean, if it's just, you want to know my overall reason that I left, you know, that's one thing, but it's really, what is, what do you intend to measure with that question? Because that's a question that right. everyone asks. Tell me why you left your last job. Well, what do you intend to measure with, with my answer? I left because I'm looking for something that I'm more passionate about. That's something where you can say, we want someone who's chasing passion, who really is looking for alignment. And then you should double down and figure out if you're the right company for them. Because if you're not, they're going to leave you for the same reason. So it's just interesting when you yeah. really get to like, why do you ask what you ask? How are you going to measure it? And to your point of Starbucks, can you make good interviewing, good hiring repeatable? Do people know what yeah. to expect when they interview your company? Do your teams know what to expect when you make a hire? Do they trust your process? Yep, exactly. Exactly. That's 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 it. That's part two of, uh, you know, creating a better interview experience. You know, we started, we're, you know, everybody talks about the candidate experience, but it's really the interview experience because we often forget to talk about the interviewer. So... We're going to talk more about how do we help interviewers be better? How do we help them hire better? Because right now it feels like all the responsibilities on the candidate to come perform. But at the end of the day, it's, it's the interviewer that is making that decision for a company. And that's way more stressful. So we'll keep talking about this stuff and uh, hopefully the community out there will come in and give us, you know, their ideas and experiences. Cause this is a community effort for sure. Awesome. Well, another week of interviewing ahead. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks everybody. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>